Hello. Hello. You hear me? <clears throat> I can hear you. I can see your mustiness. Very musty. Blending into the musty background. Mm, proto mode today. <clears throat> yes. My um, all sorts of messed up. My neck is jacked yes. to bits. I'm like just all uh, knackered from getting crap sleep. Pretty good. A treat. <laughs> Me too. Same. I've got two working hands though. I'm bejiggered. I've got one working. Hand. At least it's only in a, a short cast, so that's good. Yeah. I can use my finger. I'm trying to write with my. I'm trying to write with my right hand, but with no thumb action. That's, uh, How about you? If you could just sellotape a pen to the thing. It's more like the way you hold it, isn't it? So when you can hold it like that, you can sort of control it. But if you try and write, <laughs> I hold like that. <laughs> Because I never use a pen. Mess. I can more or less do it. So, but yeah, I feel a bit like I got hit by a truck as well, hit by a hospital truck because I slept, yeah. I think, on Monday. I don't know what day is. Day is it? Tuesday? Wednesday? Mm-hmm. Which one? Wednesday? Tuesday. It's Wednesday. Yeah, I thought it was Tuesday. It's Wednesday. No idea. So it's Wednesday today. How do how do we get it doesn't make sense. more more tired as the series goes on? More confused. Wednesday is when? How is it Wednesday? Yeah, it's Wednesday. Right. Tell me the story. How did you? Okay, yeah. Your so head? I was in the hospital all day. Yeah. Okay. So I went to the hospital. Just bring it back. Bring it all the way back. I don't even know how you smashed your hand. No, repeat. The people need to know. Um, just playing with bikes, standard, really. Went and raced motocross on Sunday. Um, so on Saturday, I went to flat track to test a bike. So that was good. No problems there. It was a bit slow. The bike was a little bit nervous, so I didn't really get on with it super well. That's one of the videos that we put up on the page. Um, just riding with the guys at Sankt Johan. Sankt John. Sankt Johan in Pongap. So that was cool. Then I had to leave there a little bit early to go and ride the practice for the motocross race, which was uh, on Saturday afternoon practice and then Sunday racing. Quick question. Yeah. I was on Instagram. Obviously, I saw the GoPro footage, which is, I like that. It looks cool. And then I saw mm-hmm. flat track Saint people Johan. also posting mm-hmm. GoPro footage. Was that your footage? It looked like they had a similar helmet, but it was a slightly different angle, and there was lots of rubbing and jostling going in. This yeah, rubbing is racing. Yeah, that was mine. Yeah, yeah, that cool. was so. Renault had his camera on, but he was putting like the camera on various places on the bike. But I just had mine on my helmet. So the one where basically nudge him into the wall. Yeah, that was my footage. So cool. He he got the drop on me on the and like the practice start, and he was trying some new tires out. And his bike really hooked up and took off. And I was like, well, I might be able to sneak up the inside of him still. And I was like two bikes back and tried to sneak up the inside of him. But it's a bit weird because you sort of either run like a diamond type line in the corner where you go really deep and then come back. Or you can run like a tighter line. And I ran the tighter line, but we almost crashed. A road rash. And then someone else nearly crashed into me. And then I nearly crashed into someone else and went into the air fence. So, but that wasn't um, that was any not the damage. Instant. Okay. carry on sorry you say the new so sunday then, yeah well saturday i went to talfication which is in germany to race motocross so or to practice for the race so that was pretty cool because i rebuilt the bike that had been in progress for ages but managed to rebuild it this week because that was going so put new change sprockets on engine rebuild um 
maybe a few other bizarre tyres I put on. Went there, got there a bit late, did the practice, was okay. Didn't really get on with the track really well, um, but at least I led my way around. And then on the Sunday, we had the racing and the first practice was at like 7.45 in the morning. So started riding. I think it was in my first practice that I... No, it would have been the second practice. I thought it was supposed to be, I think it's second practice. The track was really, really wet. And it was really dry on Saturday, really wet on Sunday. So it started to like get quite difficult to ride. And there were big ruts getting cut into it. So like big lines that the bike mm. sits into. And in one section, which is quite difficult, there's like a, a rhythm section, they call it. So you have to jump um, three sets of doubles in a row. So you go around a corner and then you have to accelerate hard out of the corner and jump these three doubles. And if you get the doubles wrong, you like either bounce off the top of them or hit the face or do something like that. Mm-hmm. So I was a bit nervous about doing that anyway because it was quite technical. And I'm not very technical. So one of, I think in the second session, after things had cut in and it dried out a bit, I came into that section, getting ready to try and accelerate hard to jump the, these three doubles. And there's just like a brand new set of lines on the floor. So it was all completely different to what I came into before. So basically I just hit the side of this rut and it like flicked me over the top of the rut. And um, I landed in a bit of a weird way. Like it flicked me over so quickly that I went over on this hand instead of like going down with my left hand because it was a right hand corner so I fell the left side I like went all the way over the top and put this hand down and I thought I'd like pushed it in like this but apparently I've done this because it just snapped off all the ligaments in Oof. my thumb basically so I picked the bike up and kept riding it wasn't like super painful it was quite painful but not super painful kept riding that's okay well. did did the, yeah, well, that's because I booked two classes as well. So I had, it would have been two practices, two qualifying and four races. And I did it in, I think the second practice session or maybe just halfway through the first one. Anyway, did that and thought, well, I'll just try and ride session by session. I'll just finish each session and go and ride. Yeah. So let I your get my body just about. get the inflammation and protect itself as yeah. the, as so the it day progresses. Up. Yeah, so it was all right. And actually it went up and then it went, down and I was thinking, no, oh, that's actually pretty good. Maybe I've just like tweaked it, sprained it. Then I went went out in the first MX2 hobby race because I was racing in old boys, which is obviously the old boys, so 40 and over. And I was racing in uh, MX2 hobby. So these are like the two extremes of classes. It's like the complete young lunatics, no experience, and then the old guys who've done all that, and then they're racing again with the old guys because they don't want it to be so crazy yeah. in the mx2 hobby class there's always massive crashes because nobody really knows what they're doing so there's always a huge crash at the start and then there'll be some more crashes in the racing basically i came around there was quite a cool jump i didn't really like it to start with there's a cool jump on a corner so you like accelerate quite fast into it and you like jump and turn and then you could land on the down slope um and it was it was quite long but felt like quite a nice rhythm so i mm. jumped that as I jumped and I looked down the downslope, there were like three or four people just lying on the floor. So I basically landed and then ran into someone's bike and that sent me over the front of the bike and I whacked my hand again. And then I was like, ow, yeah, that hurts. Mm. Um, so that was when it like properly broke, I think, because that was really sharp, that pain. And I was like, yeah, it's quite painful. So I picked the bike up again, finished that race and then did the rest of the three races and it was not too bad. And I had a quite a good race in the third race because I got quite a good start. I don't think I've put that video up here. No, I don't think I have. 
um, but quite a good start in one of the races. And there was a big crash in the first quarter in the MX2 hobby, like usual. And I was in like ninth place going into the into the first quarter, which was pretty sweet. And then I couldn't hold on. Basically, the problem I had with this was I had to hold on to the bike with just my fingers. Monkey. I couldn't actually grip the bar and hold on to the bike because then you're like trying to like uh, maneuver the bike and mm. like scrub the jumps and just control the bike properly. But I couldn't control it with this hand. I had to yeah. like roll the throttle. You like, need thumbs for a lot of stuff. You, really, it's quite useful to have a thumb. At least yeah. two functioning thumbs is pretty mm. useful. So then towards the end of the race, I and mean, like the last two or three laps, I was getting tired because as well, you have to then be in a different position. So I'm like holding onto it with my fingertips, holding onto the bike and trying to accelerate down the stretch, which are quite bumpy. Uh, and it was just tiring me out basically. So then I got in a bit of a poor condition. I didn't, I didn't crash anymore. I was okay. And I finished, I think, 12th in the second MX2 hobby race, which is pretty yeah. cool. Um, but I just couldn't really hold onto it, which is a shame because I think if I could have held onto it, then I would have actually done pretty well it's pretty good um on the little one two five so pretty sweet and then i drove back and it didn't really swell up until monday but on monday it went like full-on elephant hand yeah gigantic and then and i was like yeah okay that's time to go to the hospital yeah because i've done that before and like hit something i thought well it's not too bad I'm trying to think what i did before i've like broke my arm before and thought well it's not broken it just hurts but then when they swell up and go, it goes like a weird sort of brownie red colour, then something's so broken, basically. So that's that. when yeah, you that's know. Huge. Yeah, that's when you know. Because you can't really tell from the pain all the time, can you? The pain sort of comes and, and goes. And I was thinking, yeah. well, if I can hold on to this, if I can still ride the bike, then I'm probably not broken. I thought I'd broken the knuckle. Right. Um, but luckily, I haven't broken the knuckle because that would have been pretty rubbish. Is, is that bad? That joint. Yeah, I think if you break any joint, it's not very good like actually in the so how is how, you've torn the ligament off did you say yeah how does that what is the ligament because what's the mum was asking me earlier on she was like so what's what's the tendon does the tendon join the muscles to the bone i'm like no i'm not i'm not a doctor i don't know this stuff yeah i think so basically like you've got tendons and ligaments i don't really know what the difference is but the ligament is what gives you the stability in the joint so like your meniscus um and these other bits and pieces in your knees are like trying to hold the joint together aren't they, and give it stability so mine's not yeah it wasn't and now neither is mine so what it was doing was like holding my thumb so i'll tell you i'll tell you what they did to test it because i was thinking oh they're going to do a, an mri to check it because when i did my foot they missed that my leg was broken and they thought that I just sprained my foot, but actually when I um, crashed on the skis last year, but actually what I'd done was like obliterated everything, like torn all the tendon, uh, all the ligament all up my shin bone, basically like split the bones in half and then broke all the ligaments in my foot. But they can't see it on an X-ray and they missed the break. So they saw it with an echograph. Or I don't know what that's called in English. They call it, I think it's echograph. It's like an ultrasound so they have a look and they can see if the tendons and ligaments damaged and i thought they were going to do that with this because they x-rayed and they said yeah no problem there's no bones broken and i was like oh sweet because they kept asking me if i'd broken it before and i couldn't remember i think i have broken that hand mm -hmm. or that thumb before probably but i can remember i think i did it like 20 years ago at Cadwell parks and like, i crashed another one did the same thing but it then the, the tendon or ligament didn't break it pulled like a little bone shard off my thumb mm. I don't know if you remember when I had that KOS, that Kawasaki KOS 250, and I had a cast on, like I think it was a purple cast, I think. 
and uh, he like and pulled the bone passed. off the side of my thumb. Yeah, so they fixed that. They couldn't see the bone was broken. I thought they're going to do an, uh, an MRI so that they can check if the ligaments are broken. But instead, what they did is why I'm now going to call an X-ray with pain because they take this one and this is what I noticed when I did it. When I was looking at my thumb, I think well, it doesn't hurt too bad, but it feels a bit weird. And this one I've got a weird advert on my screen. It's all right. I can still see you. Perfect. This one. Uh, this one doesn't really move. And he like wiggled it around and he went, yeah, here it goes. Tack, tack, like tack, tack. And I was like, yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah. And then he tack, tack. did yeah. this one and it didn't go tack, tack. And I was like, oh, okay. So he said, so lost we'll do off. a special, we'll do a special x-ray. And I was like, okay, by special x-ray, this is just lost in translation. You mean an MRI. But actually what it was, was they come in in the x-ray with you and they hold this in the open position yeah. where the ligament is supposed to hold on yeah. so they can see if the Ooh. bone opens. Yeah, and he's like, this is going to hurt a bit. <laughs> I was God. Like, oh, good. <laughs> and so they pull this one open to see how far open the, the bone goes. And it did hurt a bit. But then they could see that it was open instead of just doing an MRI. So we should, should have seen this coming, really, because you have been having your most consistent period Absolutely. of training. Yeah, I knew it was memory. coming. I shouldn't have thought I knew it was coming. Yeah, it's been really good. So I'm really quite annoyed about that because yeah. okay. it's been awesome. And it was exactly the same. happened last time. I'd done like a three-month stretch. I was just coming into the end of the juggernaut AI, and I'm just coming into the end of it now. And when I broke my hip as well, I was just coming into the end of it. Can you do uh, a bit of a garage gym Oz style training? Because he's smashed his hands oh, yeah. a couple of times, hasn't he? And he used, yeah. he used like hooks. Yeah, like a weird monkey he? hook thing, didn't he? Like, yeah. uh, and he used I... it for pull-ups and for deadlifts, I think, didn't he? Yeah. Worthwhile having a look back I... on his feet. Yeah, I think I probably can. I think what I can definitely do still is put a weighted vest on. And yeah. I am, suppose... I might still be able to do like push-ups push -ups and stuff like that. And bench, probably not, I guess, because it's going to press mm, on that yeah, thumb, isn't it? But squat, I imagine I could probably do. Well, you don't Deadlift. You don't grip the bar, do you? I'm not sure. Over. Yeah. You monkey grip uh, yeah. like that, don't you? Yeah. Rather than. Yeah. But it's like, I can't monkey grip it because it's, nothing in, it's in the grip to position. Push it into your wrist and, yeah, that wouldn't be fun. Yeah. That wouldn't be fun. I could probably just put front my squat? arms to the, the side. No, nah, like that. Not that. Front. Oh, yeah, maybe. I've done this before, though. And then at one point, what did I hurt my... Ah, oh, when I broke my hand. When I broke my hand two years ago on the BMX. Mm. And I was... And it was all broke. Like, all of this side was broken, like, smashed and pushed all the knuckle under and I was trying to train. And one day I was trying to train. I was thinking, what are you doing, man? What are you doing? Just trying to get that sweet pump. You're just going to wreck, wreck your hand. <laughs> so in the end with that one, I was like, no. And I can't remember what I did. And so I did something else. You're going to have to do like, like sprints and uh, lunges. Yeah. And well, I wrote lunges. a program for... Smash hand protocol. Tom, yeah, was it Tom Jarvis? Strongman, mm -hmm. I think. Mm -hmm. With no, with like a no hand problem because mm -hmm. he'd hurt his wrist or something. He need, he wanted to like, was then training to go, yeah, and do some physical exam or something like that. Yeah, and I wrote him a program for that, so I have to dig that one out. Yeah, find that. I'll be in your email somewhere. Yeah, but yeah, for sure I can sprint, which is pretty cool. If I don't blow my calves off again, 
Yeah, <laughs> yeah. That would be bad. Two minutes out the door, the calf just tore straight off the bone. Um, but yeah, well, so it's that story. But they, as well, I feel pretty grim because I went to the hospital on Monday. So this is now Wednesday. So I've lost a whole week in that process. I went on Monday, got there about eight. Weeks are obviously a bit different in Germany and Austria than they are, to, than they are in the, the rest I'm of the still, world. Monday to Wednesday, one week. Yeah, well, it's almost one week. Tomorrow it'll be done. Um, I went there at eight o'clock on Monday, didn't get out of there until two o'clock on Monday morning. At two o'clock on Monday morning, they said, um, come back at seven o'clock the next day. And yeah. I was like, it's two o'clock in the morning. Yeah, I was like, oh, just stay here. Right? Um, so I went home. Then I had to rearrange all the meetings that I had for Tuesday and Wednesday. So I was doing that till like three in the morning went to sleep for a couple of hours then so then had to get up at like six to go to the hospital mm-hmm. to have three hours sleep that day then was at the hospital from seven waiting till eight in the evening to to get the operation <laughs> i thought it'd be clever and ask for a local anesthetic because i didn't want to feel groggy like i feel now yeah with the general so i asked for a local they did the local which i hadn't had before so i thought oh this would be interesting to see what they do with this local anesthetic and they go in with like an ultrasound into your armpit to numb your arms. So they put an injection in the skin and then they put an injection into the areas around the nerves to numb your arm. And that takes about 20 minutes. So they put it in, my hand went completely numb. Like my whole arm was completely numb. I could still move it around a little bit, except for my thumb. And I was like, no. my thumb's not numb, guys. Got into the operating theater thing and I'm still awake. And I'm thinking, oh God. And like I could feel the guy like cleaning my hand and pulling my thumb around. Oh, I was like, no. I can still feel my thumb. I can still feel God. it. And uh, the anaesthetist was like, oh, looking a bit worried. So he then gave me something just to not a, like a full on knockout blow, just but just to like off. calm me down a bit. And that's yeah, just to basically take the edge off. And I was like, oh, yeah, that feels good. So that must have been like morphine or something like that to take the edge off. And uh, he's like, oh, can you still feel your thumb? I'm like, yeah, I can still feel it. Because the guy's he's like, well, it'll be another 10 minutes. And I was like, I can still feel it, dude. I can feel, I can feel nothing else apart from my thumb. <laughs> Yeah, the next thing I know, body, I, I can feel it's my thumb. Yeah, yeah, I woke up and I was like, oh, have you started? They're like, oh, we finished. I'm like, oh, good. So after all that mess, because it was quite a thing to do the local in my arm. With like, I think they did like five or six. I can't remember what they were saying now because they were talking in German. I can't remember what they were saying, but they were basically injecting some like gel, like whatever the anesthetic gel is into my arm. Did that like six or seven times to try and make it enough. Then in the end, knocked me out completely anyway, which I didn't want. What I was wanted to feel all right? What was the surgery to do? What was the point of the surgery? To reattach the ligament. Reattach it. The ligaments. I think actually there were two ligaments in their damage, but they did it with a bone anchor, which is the same as I had in my foot. Because if you tear the ligament straight off the bone, and there isn't uh, basically like some ligaments still attached or enough ligament there, like enough length on the bone side and the ligament side to stitch mm-hmm. it back together then they get a little like metal anchor drill into the bone and like yeah anchor it, it in. into the bone so then, then it like has to stick onto your thumb basically like your ligament has to then Grow stick it itself anchor. to the bone and heal up so yeah so sort of not really winning so now yeah six weeks man it's pretty rough so there goes my strongest ever by 
October. Everybody, everybody that saw that and then spoke to me said he was due. He was due one, wasn't he? And I was like, yeah, he was due one. What due, man? I'm not due. I'm well done, due. I'm not due anything. I've paid as my in, dues. As in, <laughs> enough time has passed since your last fucking incident that you are overdue for another incident. Paid my dues, man. Enough times. I thought that was going to be my lot for the year that I'd gone. Yeah. Well, never mind. I, I, they gave me some really weird medicine as well at the hospital because I had a headache. But yeah, this was good. So I got out of the surgery, went upstairs to the ward, feeling pretty good at that point. I'm feeling like my head was clear, even though they knocked me out. I was like, yeah, this is good because I was awake basically from when they finished. I don't know if they woke me up or what. I don't know how that works. Basically woke up and they're like, yeah, it's done. I was like, oh, sweet. And it only took 20 minutes to do the surgery panel. So I was like, okay, well, that's pretty good. If it only took 20 yeah. minutes, then obviously it wasn't that bad. You're getting a haircut. Yeah, which is pretty nice. Well, it took forever to prepare it and put the local and everything in my arm. But then mm. um, yeah, 20 to do. They put me in the recovery room for a bit. And I was like, I'm oh, good, man. Just take me upstairs. So they put me upstairs, got up there about midnight and felt fine. Tried to go to sleep. And there was three like Olympic champions of snoring in the room with it, like unreal. When the guy come in, I thought, man, that guy's going to snore like a beast. Like this is a full on grizzly bear. And then another dude came in, he was huge. And I was like, did did like the the orderly turn around you and go, good luck. Yeah. I was like, (laughs) God damn it. And uh, so those two started snoring. And at one point there was three of them in there all snoring their heads off. And they were getting mad at each other because they would be asleep snoring one would snore so loud, he woke the other one up that was snoring and they'd be then getting mad and shouting in the night. And I'm just lying there thinking, can we please stop this? So I went to get some earplugs. I went to ask the nurse at the desk, like, can I have some earplugs? And she's like, oh yeah, the the guy in front. And I was like, yeah, the guy in front. I'm like, God damn, snoring. Yeah. So I've really had a really rubbish night's sleep. And when I woke up, it was about three, I think I woke up. I had a mega headache I was like oh god mm. and then I had a temperature I had a 38 oh, temperature no. as well apparently and I was like god damn and that went down here because they gave me this horrible medicine which is why now I've got this horrible taste in my mouth because they gave me some medicine to deal with the headache or temperature a little bit and it calmed down but yeah I feel like I got hit by a bus and I feel a bit like fluey like you know when you got a bit like sort of crawly skin yeah I haven't got corona so, so I had like 8,000 yeah. corona tests. I was going to say yeah corona's on the way then just let that, really, were, let that really bed uh, into your weakened immune system. The nurse gave me a corona test. I had two on, yeah, two on the way in, like, like a quick test and a PCR test, mm-hmm. both fine, like normal, yeah. When I was in the room on the ward, she's like, oh, I need to do a corona test. I was like, yeah, no problem. The most painful corona test I've had in my life. She like put it in my nose, the PCR thing, put it in my nose and almost like tore the inside of my nose out of something. I shouldn't even move it. I was like, have you been practicing that? Like so painful, and then she come back. She's like, "Oh, it didn't work." And I was like, "Oh, maybe it's <laughs> yeah, no disgusting." No wonder it didn't work. Yeah. <laughs> Put it in my oh, brain. Man, this one, God damn. So she did in the other one. It was just as bad, man. I was nearly crying. Like normally, no problem at all. Normally, they like stick it into your brain and all. Suddenly, I'm like, "Yeah, no worries." She like properly did me over with that current. So that's good. And then in the end, they they kept saying, "Oh yeah, you want to go home?" I was like, "Yeah, I want to go home." I'm like, okay, well you can go so home. Now this is sweet. I'm loving life here. Yeah, give, yeah, some, like, yeah, give me some more of that fucking rye bread and cherry jam. Oh my god, damn. yeah, that breakfast as well was like this weird brown poo bread thing with some jam. <laughs> this is sort of Russian birthday cake. crazy man. Was well, he supposed to be recovering in the hospital? So, you're supposed to be recovering in the hospital, 
you sleep in a room with three people you don't know and they're all snoring so you can't sleep you basically end up like going to bed at 12 o'clock at night and then the nurse is coming all night doing whatever she's got to do like furcling around because she's yeah. bored or whatever then they wake here and they did this to me in spain as well here they wake you up again at like five in the morning five six in the morning so like best case you've had five hours sleep then to get your nutrition in to recover this is what i had for breakfast this morning a white bread roll with some butter on it i was like this is not nutrition is it for recovery no i'm gonna eat a white bread roll is this supposed to help me recover from this injury like, it could be worse it could have been a brown bread roll could have been yeah could have been. at least then i would have known had a, had a veil of health just, just fucking end it white bread roll well the thing that they gave me on the first bread. day when i got in there was that like two slices of this weird it's not brown, brown bread, bread as, it? as we know it it's like Rye weird bread cake thing solid Come on. But the, <laughs> the lunch they gave me, I was like, oh, that looks pretty interesting. It was like some potatoes, some like boiled white potatoes, and then this massive piece of fried chicken. I was like, okay, that's pretty cool. It's actually pretty tasty. But I was like, fried chicken? Well, where are we going with this? Why, why don't they have someone who actually gives you some food that would help you recover? But never mind. It's all good. Start again. One road to recovery. Take yeah. 48. Take, oh, I don't even know how many takes that is. That's, that's a lot. Yeah, a lot. But yeah, normally I just do one trip a year. And then this year's been two. Getting them all in before your 40th. Yeah, that's pretty close, isn't it? Yeah. I don't want any more of those. See how this goes. Good afternoon. Yeah. Really this. At least like... My wrist isn't um, locked off or anything, so that's quite big. Because that makes me a bit nervous. Like when they did this and they like locked my wrist yeah. off, and then you have to rehab everything. Mm. So hopefully, it's not too bad. Yeah, like my my thumb joint can still move. It'd be nice if they gave me a little cast. Don't, like, take that off don't waggle that around too much. Learn the lesson from that time you smashed your toes together after having. Uh, your toe surgery and because they were numb and you just backed them together because you were going oh i can't feel a thing and then like when the anesthetic wore off you're like ah! <laughs> toe trauma yeah don't wiggle that thumb about too much today that was crazy. i don't even know how i managed to, to put up. up with that with the toe thing oh god that was horrible man. that was really bad that was years and years like that yeah crazy so I, I went up in a plane that, was that cool. sounds more fun than what I did. Yep. That was How was that? That was scary. first time, not the first time, is it? That was the first time in that, in, yeah, in that, uh, what do you call it? The Bambi. I've never been up in that. He's had it years. The Bambino. Yeah. I have, I think. I think yeah, I've been true. up in it. You looked a little bit nervous when you were I landing. Very. Like you were like, pooing your pants. You could see my neck. <laughs> it's just like, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and then I finally touched down. I was like, <sighs> thank God. Praise yeah, that was Lord. really cool. Colin's a, he's a good teacher. Had a little spin about in the air as well, a little glide about. Fly about. And you didn't take off or land? He no, take off, that no bit. landing, no. no. Cool. How long did you go up for? Uh, 20 minutes, half an hour. Yeah. That's yeah. pretty cool. Yeah. From somewhere close by. Yeah, wherever he's got the hangar. I can't remember the name of all the places, but... Um, yeah, we're just burning fuel. Every, every every sucker's queuing up for fuel over here. We're just, yeah, we're just cruising around 140 mile an hour, just burning it. <laughs> just for fun. <laughs> Measuring it with a stick. 
Yeah. There's a, there isn't actually a fuel shortage, though, is there? Isn't it just like some companies having problems? No, I think there's a issue with lorry driver. They need more lorry drivers, I think. So then everyone's like, oh, there's not going to be any fuel, but fill up. Then everyone's like, what's that guy doing? Yeah, filling up with fuel. Yeah, he filled up yesterday. Yeah. Why are you feeling that? No, I, um, I started to get a little bit uh, like I was looking at my fuel going, I'm going to have to get some at some point. Like I'm not panic buying. I just, my car is nearly out of fuel. So I need <laughs> I to go to the station. <laughs> and, uh, but yeah, yeah, they've been really good. Like um, like really well organized at all the petrol stations. So it's one, it periodically one happens though, no? this like fuel shortage thing. I remember that happening before. Maybe, yeah. It's just something really simple. Ago. Like, they got everybody to queue up around the car, but when I went for something, it was like 20 minutes in the queue all the way around the supermarket car park, all the way around the petrol station forecourt, and then they sort of directed you in. But they, what they said was, we're encouraging customers to, once you've filled up, just move forwards and then go and pay so that the next person can go and fill up whilst you're paying. I was like, why don't we always do this? Because it's such a pain in the ass. You go to fill up your car and the guy or girl more genders are available they're filling up and then they finish to the old petrol cap off and then they wander into the thing have a yeah, look at the pastas, chocolate bar yeah you up and you're like okay i'll just wait for you there and then they like saunter on back get in and you're like you just a mirror yeah Let's eat your fruit pastel they're like Fah. but yeah just like <laughs> fill up move forwards then go pay because then i can fill up and whilst you're paying i'll be done and then the next person so why is, why do we not do that already i can imagine uh, that's something they are they not running all the pumps with like prepay on the pumps and stuff like that? not all of them we're not that fancy around here that fancy because in uh in spain and not so much here no not so much here. in spain you have to pay before you fill up okay yeah so they won't turn the pump on until you've gone in and paid the pay at pump places yeah you have to put your credit or debit card in and then put your pin number in and then then you can fuel up yeah you're suppressing that you're like good a, like a champ there dude suppressing that suppressing that yeah, hospital <laughs> tiredness i had a i was thinking as well in the hospital i had a lot of time to think about things why would people fast i was like had to fast by accident why would you do that to yourself? Because all I want to do is eat. Like, is that a, is that an effective dieting strategy? Have you tried yes. fasting before? Yeah, so just, I just fast um, when I'm asleep. It's just a it's just a way of reducing calories, isn't it? It's um, so you shorten the window in which you intake the calories. So in theory, you should be taking in less calories. I can eat as much in a small window as yeah, I can in a long window. Yeah, well, if <laughs> there's ways around everything, but yeah, <laughs> I think what what it did for me was. It's intermittent fasting when I tried it. So I didn't eat after I could I ate between twelve midday and eight o'clock at night. And then okay. And so but because I'm a pain first snacking in the evenings. Mm-hmm. Into the into the evenings when I don't need it. I tell with that then, I guess. Yeah. Oh, I get you. I just wow. eat you all the time, basically. I'll probably eat something now. I don't even know what time it is. Uh, yeah, ten. So it's getting on. But yeah, so um, little summary for me. Yeah, I went up in the plane. That was cool. And uh, my training's just been rubbish because the sleep's been rubbish. I went a deadlifting the other day, and it was one hundred and seventy 
two kilos was the top set. And the set before that was something like 154 or something. And it was only threes. And I lifted this for three. And I was like, no, I'm never going to, I'm never going to lift this 172. It's never going to come off the ground. Because I failed. I failed on my bench. I failed on, like, I got four reps on bench. I got four reps on overhead press. It was just all going to shit. And then, and then uh, I, had to, I, had to, I had to do a mid-set yup to really like, find myself like I pulled this thing I've never been more like determined to pull a barbell off the floor because I thought this thing isn't going to go up for one I was convinced myself so I just got super psyched up for it and very very focused and then I hit it for I think I got it for four in the end four reps but it just solid set yeah four reps four right. reps and I'm going to do with this bad boy I'll have to have a look at the garage team Oz see what he did there because i've seen some things like straps that people sort of put over there i think he did that didn't he as well put like a strap over his back like around his neck or yeah something, the strap down <laughs> to the bar over. yeah yeah but i remember reading that and thinking dude just let yourself recover yeah and then he dropped off the map a bit didn't he with training hadn't been training for a while his, his no, a couple of times yeah yeah see if the grip is right because this hand is messed up for grip already so it's not really going to help me having one messed up for grip now i've got two messed up for grip yeah and i've i've just been to a place called soak fitness um and i went for a little drop-in session there so if you are on the internet and you want to look up soak fitness then look up soak fitness it's like a crossfit gym but not a crossfit gym because they aren't a functional fitness gym it's a functional fitness strength and conditioning uh gym in a box shape (laughs) yeah it was cool shaped environment different different little sesh to what i'm used to a little bit of well it's not it's normal sort of layout actually bit of warm-up bit of strength bit of conditioning afterwards yeah it's quite cool it's quite fun it was what a one hour class one whole hour yeah i like one whole hour messed my neck up again you messed, you messed it up, up today, did you? Yeah, I messed it up on o- overhead press Rubbish. the other day, as I like to do, because I, I literally, it was threes week, and I got it for one, and I was like, what is going on? And then I went back to it, and I thought, I've just got, I'll, I'll just do three reps eventually, if I keep doing it for one. So then I did another another single. It was absolute rubbish. It's, it's like 54 or something, just, I'm just all over the place. And um yeah. And then I was like, I was like, what's going on? So I thought, right, let's stop pissing about and just do a proper set. So I did a set of three, and in the process, my neck went. Every it's time a bit awkward, went, the old tension in the neck, isn't it, when you're doing overhead press? Yeah. I've done that before. I'm just going like, oh god. Yeah, and that, but the thing is, well, I was there the other week, and they were all doing some sort of strict overhead press, and um, at the box, and like three of them. Three of them were just like, oh, my neck, oh, my neck, oh, my neck. I was like, yeah, I get that. I get that a lot. It's just so annoying because I was like, you've got to fucking be a robot when you Oh, yeah, now you're going to be stuck. Especially when I was trying to look out for other light aircraft. And I was like... It's a little bit tricky yeah, to look out when you have to turn your uh, entire body. Uh, I couldn't spot any. No, that's all right. No. There's no unidentified flying light aircraft objects. And I've got last last little bit of news for me. I've put the review of the Nike 
Metcon React Turbos onto the YouTube channel. So if you're into trainers, then you're going to watch a little review of the Nike. That bad boy. Nike. You put a little post up about that bad boy? Uh, I will post about it, but I've already posted today. Did I post today? Yes. Yeah, I'll do it this week. Today. Our post will go up this week. So we'll, yeah, I'll post about that. And get the podcast ready as well. Very good. But I think I... it's I think it's a good idea to wrap it up. Yep, I think so. Because I am a little bit sleepy. Drugged up. And we Fingers crossed tomorrow. It'll be out of me and I'll be all right. Yeah. Good. Cool. cool. Well, well good luck with the sleeping. Try not to like yep. smash your hand. Be okay. I think this would be fine. Just be nice to actually Put it out the way. have a proper night's sleep. Yeah. Maybe you can still hear that guy snoring from the hospital. Oh man, that's so loud. That's unbelievable. Hello. I was going to face you in death when you get into bed tonight. I think I'm deaf. Yeah, I don't know what I was going to do. I need but... to do something with this neck. Yuck. Well, good. Cool. I did also empty the entire part of CBD sport. Is it gone? I've got any left? Uh, I can't Computer even do it. Small. Look how small it's gone already. Oh no! Atrophy, atrophy, danger, danger, <laughs> atrophy alert. That's uh, yeah. because they jabbed it all full of. This is the next one. Changes. Uh, that one. My lighting isn't very good. At <laughs> yeah, it's all about that lighting. Got the that studio one. lighting on there. Uh, I was going to say. Anyway, CBD. I'm going to go you want? You need some. Oh uh, yeah, CBD. I emptied the entire thing of CBD onto my hand on Sunday, so I think that helped. Yeah, I kept it kind. It actually went right down at one point. I was like, oh, well, it's it's meant to be good for in, inflammation. So. Yeah, and it couldn't reattach my ligament. Unfortunately, so you've burned through a whole pot of that. Almost. Now I've got about probably a third left, but I was getting pretty heavy with it. Yeah, it's the lemons, man. Those those, those lemons will get you. I've That's... left it in the van, I think. I think it's in the van. I can't put it on us now, anyway. So I might put some. I like to put that on my. Not with that attitude, you can't. You're an engineer. <laughs> you'll figure it out. Yeah, I'm not allowed to get it dirty. You know, they made that quite clear. Okay. Well, I could just cut it. <laughs> just rub some CBD balm into an open healing. It has. Wound. It has got a split in it, which is quite nice of them. I'm not really sure why they did that. It's got. It's not like a solid thing. Oh yeah, give you something a bit flexible. So it's good. Good. All right, mate. All right, dude. Well, uh, remember, pray for Matt. Like if you want to see his thumb reattach itself, and subscribe if you want to see him injure something else next year or maybe earlier Absolutely this year, mate. <laughs> this year. Got plenty of this year. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, there's a, a week only lasts three days. So how long's a year in, yeah, exactly, in Austria? Yeah. We'll see. I don't know. Not very long, is it? 150 <laughs> days. All right, mate. 160 days. Cool. Uh, ice speedway is what happens in wintertime here. So. Oh, fucking hell. Don't do that. <laughs> Don't do that. Yes, please. You're only getting run over by the spiky tyres on that bad. Right. Can I have all your stuff? Uh, no. Okay. I haven't got any stuff. What do you want? Do you, want the, you want the bike that we've swept into a bag? Because that's the <laughs> <laughs> and then, and then, yeah. I want uh, that. I want that last third pot of lemon balm. <laughs> yeah, you want that little bit of lemon juice. Le- lemon balm and some of your famous uh, peri peri chicken that you make. Whatever it is. Yeah, I've got uh, some. Got a bit of protein powder. You could have that if you want. Yeah. But like, I haven't got anything to do. I've got nothing. I've got a couple of push bikes that don't work. Got a one two five. You can have that if you want. 
Yeah. Got the Triumph. You could have that. Yeah. Yeah. After that, for a spin, I might sell Other some of the petrol out of it. You're right. Yeah. You could siphon that out. Make yeah. a mint. You could do that, actually. You could siphon that out and use it because otherwise it'd go off. So. Yeah. Actually, yeah. Right now, you could do it. Get some good money for that. Yeah. Good. I do. Catch you later. Have a good one. Bye. Cheers. Bye.